Welcome back to the golden age of radio. You're listening to the new old-time radio show. Classic, contemporary, fun. You can listen to any one of our many newly recreated vintage radio mysteries by visiting thenewoldtimeradioshow.com. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can be notified of upcoming events and new episodes. Please support future programs by making a donation on anchor.fm slash the new old time radio show. We appreciate your support. General Electric marches on. Out from the laboratories, out from the drafting rooms, out from the manufacturing plants, off the assembly lines, and after constant testing and inspection, into trucks and freight cars, over the rails and the highways, there is rushing toward your door the complete line of new General Electric refrigerators, powered by the famous General Electric thrift unit and bringing you real news of new values. Lights out, everybody. sounded in the stillness of the empty room. Devereaux turned. Good evening, said a suave voice. Who, who are you, demanded Devereaux. You don't remember me, said the suave voice mockingly. You can't be. Harvey Kerrigan, gasped Devereaux. The other laughed. I am Harvey Kerrigan in the flesh, he said. Devereaux reached for the telephone. I wouldn't touch that if I were you, warned the man who called himself Kerrigan. He stepped to the wall and flicked on the lights. Their radiance flooded the room. Devereaux noticed that his adversary was weaponless. And that's where I'm stumped. How come, Sam? I don't know how to kill the guy. Well, have him shoot him. No, I can't. In the chapter ahead of this one, Kerrigan tells his friends that he's going to kill Devereaux. And as Kerrigan starts up in the elevator to Devereaux's office, his well-meaning friends take his gun away from him. And his pocket knife, even. He hasn't got a weapon of any kind. Might they have missed something? What, for instance? Might have had a sawed-off shotgun in his sleeve. Nuts. How about a blackjack? No. Why? Well, I want bloodstains, see? Oh. Well, w wouldn't there be a, a paper knife or something on the writing guy's desk? No, I made it clear that Devereaux always wrote in longhand, in a bare room like this one, with, with nothing in it but a table and a chair. Well, couldn't he stab the guy with a pen? He uses a pencil. Huh. Throw him out of the window. No, that won't do. This guy Devereaux is an odd sort of bird. His windows are all nailed down in his penthouse room, see? He's a, he's a nut on soundproofing. Has to concentrate, he says. Come on, think of something. 
I mean, I don't know. I gotta get something, some way for Kerrigan to murder Devro, so there can be bloodstains. I give up. Well, let's have a drink and see if that gives us any inspiration, huh? Birds are no help at all. Go on, mix yourselves a drink. I'll see what I can do. But for the love of Mike, think about this thing, will you? I need help. Come on, bud. Let's see if we can mix up an inspiration. Everything to drink out in the kitchen. Hey, bring me one when you when you come back. All right. What do you want? Anything. We'll bring you an iced tea. You bring me an iced tea and I'll make you drink it. Mercy, mercy, your majesty. Good evening. Who, who, who are you? <laughs> who are you? How did you get in here? Uh, my dear Mr. Chase, is it, or Devereaux? Who the devil are you? My name is, well, it, it doesn't matter. What seems to be wrong? I don't know that that's any of your business. Now, now look here now. How did you get in here and what do you want? <laughs> You're not going to throw me out, I hope. I most certainly am, if you... Oh, no, don't. I beg of you. Well... Ask me to sit down. Please do. Uh, sit down. Now, can I help you, Mr. Chase? I want to know how... How I got in here is of no importance, Mr. Chase. Well, what do you want? Don't you want some help? Are you a friend of Bud Taylor? Of Don Stewart? I never heard of them. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry, mister. I'm trying to finish a mystery story that I promised a publisher for a week ago, so... And I... you're having some difficulty in getting rid of one of your characters. How did you know that? I found out. So I see. If you'd read me what you have there in your typewriter... Listen, my friend. I'll make you a proposition. If you can show me a way to get out of this jam I've written myself into, I'll pay you... Uh, I don't want to be paid, Mr. Chase. I'll pay you anything in reason. Suppose you read that last paragraph to me, then. Well, I... What the devil... Uh, all right. Listen. A footstep sounded in the stillness of the empty room. Devereaux turned. Good evening, said a suave voice. Who, who are you? demanded Devereaux. You don't remember me? asked the suave voice mockingly. You can't be. Harvey Kerrigan, gasped Devereaux. The other laughed. I am Harvey Kerrigan in the flesh, he said. Devereaux reached for the telephone. I wouldn't touch that if I were you, warned the man who called himself Kerrigan. He stepped to the wall and flicked on the lights. 
their radiance flooded the room, Devereaux noticed that his adversary was weaponless. <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Look here now. I'm going to call. I wouldn't touch that phone if I were you. What? You, what do you mean? Wait till I turn on, flick on, I believe, the lights, Mr. Chase. Who, who are you? My name, Mr. Chase, is Harvey Kerrigan. An old-fashioned, eh? Yes, why not? Give me a lump of sugar. Well, three lumps if we all want one. Here. Here's the bitters, too. Good. Uh, got any ideas for Sam's story? So your name's Harvey Kerrigan, huh? Right. I didn't know there was anybody named Harvey Kerrigan when I chose the name for my villain. Didn't, eh? No, no, I'll... I'll go over what I've written and change the name. Don't bother. You don't mind? Not at all. Well, thanks. Would you like to have a drink? I don't drink, Mr. Chase. Thanks. Uh, but perhaps I can help you out with your book. I'll certainly appreciate it. Now, you had Kerrigan come up to this fellow's room... Death Rose, yes. ...without any weapons at all. That's right. Exactly the same way I came. I haven't any weapons. Well... I'm glad. How do you want Devereaux killed? He has to be killed in some way so there'll be bloodstains. I see. There isn't a paper knife on your desk? No, nor on Devereaux. As a matter of fact, I made Devereaux a good deal like myself. I like to work in this room way up here with the windows nailed down tight so I can't hear any of the traffic sounds from the street below. And I thought perhaps that setup sounded a trifle eccentric like Devereaux was so i just used myself as a model for the job i see well you have a kitchen here yes bud taylor and don stewart are out there now mixing a drink couldn't i uh, i mean uh, couldn't kerrigan have gone to the kitchen and got a butcher knife no why not well, because all the doors from this room have spring locks on them which can be opened only by pressure of this button on my desk but what about your friends out in the kitchen how will they get back in here? Knock on the door and I'll press the button. But in the story, there was nobody else in the penthouse when Devereaux was killed. Hmm. Well, you made it rather hard for yourself, didn't you? Beginning to believe I made it impossible. Oh, not impossible. We'll just have to think a moment. That's what I've been doing for a week. And getting nowhere. Right. Hmm. Well... Isn't it reasonable to believe that your character Kerrigan sat also and talked with his victim for a while whilst his mind was wrestling with the problem of how to murder Devereaux? Probably. But he couldn't have wrestled with it as long as I have. No. No, that's right. How do you picture Devereaux, Mr. Chase? Well, a great deal like myself, I'm afraid. Using myself as a model for the character, I couldn't help writing a lot of myself into him. Hmm. Well, if you can figure it out, Mr. Kerrigan, you're a lot smarter than I. Perhaps I am, Mr. Devereaux. My name's Chase. <laughs> oh, is it? Squirt a little soda water on the sugar. Did you put the bitters in? I will now. Now, put the soda water in, and then look for some lemon peel, will you? Have I got to do all the work? 
I wish I could think of an idea for Sam's story. Just what do you mean by that? I mean, let's suppose for a moment that you are Devereaux. Pretend you are. Trying to get into the feeling of the story. You've done that a million times and nothing happens. Well, it won't hurt to try again. I suppose. Well, what shall I do? Devereaux is supposed to be writing a novel, too, isn't he? Yes. Well, you sit there at your typewriter and write. Pretend you are Devereaux. And we'll try a little dialogue as Kerrigan and Devereaux. By George, I, I never thought of that, Mr. Kerrigan. Maybe it'll work. All right. Imagine that I've just come in. I, I mean, Kerrigan has just come in, as you've written it. You go to the point where I, where Kerrigan turned on the lights. I'll go over there and stand there. Maybe I'd better turn them off and then turn them on again, eh? Make it more realistic. Yeah, sure, try it that way. All right. There, off. Now, ready? Got your lines? Go ahead. Right. Reach for the telephone. Yes. I wouldn't touch that if I were you. And why not? Because I'll kill you if you do, Devereaux. You will, eh? How? I came up here to kill you anyway, my friend, and I have- What are you going to kill me with? I might strangle you, Devereaux. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, Devereaux. How did you get in here? A strip of cardboard between the door and the frame, my dear chap, does wonders even with your electrically controlled locks. I see. Well, I have a revolver in this desk drawer. <laughs> you lie. I know you have not. I, I tell you I have. Yes. Where is it? I, I. You miserable liar. Hey, you don't have to be so doggone realistic. You, you miserable liar! Well, uh, Sit uh, still, Devereaux. I've got friends within call. I've got you friends lie. within call. I know there's nobody in this place except you and me. What are you going to do about it? I'll tell you, Devereaux. Go ahead. Have you forgotten a few facts? What facts? Have you forgotten how I went to prison in your place 15 years ago? You were guilty. I wasn't. <laughs> You know. You know that's true, Kerrigan. You were as guilty as I. Hey, hey, how did you know about that? You were as guilty as I, and for 15 years I suffered in prison. You are going to pay. What? What are you going to do? I'm going to torture you as I was tortured. I'm going to see you die a thousand deaths in anticipation before I bestow on you the priceless gift of death that you beg for. I... Hey, hey wait, wait, wait a minute while I write that down. That's swell. I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. No, don't put the lemon peel in till I get the sugar crushed. That's it, cut it in long strings. Well, how, how much do you put in an old-fashioned? Oh, uh, a piece about two inches long in each one. Hmm. Think of an idea for Sam's story yet? Well, that's swell as far as it goes, but we haven't got an idea how he killed him yet. We'll come to that. I hope so. Oh, we'll get it all right. We've got a good start now. How did you know about the prison business, Kerrigan? 
You startled me when you rattled it off. You never saw the earlier chapters. You've been sending it down chapter by chapter to your publishers, haven't you? Oh, do you work for my publisher? In a way, in a way, yes. Oh, I, I see then. Shall we go on? Sure, it's kind of fun. All right. Start from where we left off, eh? Yeah, you said, I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. You're not frightening me at all, Kerrigan. Oh, I'm going to do much more than frighten you, my friend. I doubt that. You'll beg and scream for death before I'm done with you. I've 15 years of hell to pay for, and I'm going to do it. Would you mind informing me just how you're going to murder me? In a very, very horrible way. Yes. You thought I'd die in the prison. You thought I'd never get out. You bribed and lied and swore false oaths. You're very dramatic, Kerrigan. I would advise you, Devereaux, to spend your few remaining moments in prayer rather than in brandying words with me. Ha! I say you really should be an actor, my dear fellow. Yes, but I was a convict, a felon, an outcast for all the best years of my life. And now I'm going to play a new part. And that is? A murderer. Delightful. Rather, an executioner. For if ever a man deserved to die, you, Devereaux, are he, and die you shall. I suppose you know you're not frightening me in the least, Kerrigan. No? <laughs> but I shall frighten you before I'm done. I doubt it. We shall see. First, before I kill you, though, I want money. I have no money. Liar! I don't give money to every panhandler that approaches me. Oh, but to this very special panhandler, my dear fellow. I won't give you a cent. Oh, yes, you will. Get out your checkbook. How, how much do you want? Every cent you have. Look here now. Every cent you have. See here, I won't. Devereaux, if it were not for me, you would have nothing. Where did you get the capital to set yourself up as a writer? Answer me! None of your business! You got it from the loot of that last job we pulled together. The job that I paid for with 15 years of my life. So what? So, write a check for your entire bank balance. Now! I won't! There's your checkbook. I won't write it. You will. Now! Well, if I do, will you promise to... Go away, and not... <laughs> Here. Here's the check. Now go away. The last will and testament of Mr. Devereaux, the well-known author. Swell. Wait, now. Uh, I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux. Shall I use the jigger or the little end of the gadget? Use the big end. Make them good and strong. We've got to get some inspiration. I'll do it. You get some ice and see if there are any maraschino cherries in the icebox. If you wouldn't talk so much, I could think of an idea for Sam's story. Maybe. Well, now, we're about ready to get down to killing the guy. Get any inspirations yet? 
I think I have an idea. Swell. What is it? Let's go on with our acting a little more. All right. Say, say this is working out all right. Let's see what I've got written now. I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux, Kerrigan hissed. No, you can't hiss that. The, um... Grated. That's it. Kerrigan grated. All right, go ahead. All right. No, I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux. I am grateful to you for your little remembrance in your will. But now we have a task to perform. But what are you going to do? I'm going to kill you. Hey, don't forget about the bloodstains now. I've got to have bloodstains. <laughs> don't worry about that, Devereaux. <laughs> there will be blood. Plenty of blood. You got the money now, Kerrigan. Won't you go and leave me alone now? You've got your revenge. I have part of my revenge, Devereaux. Don't kill me, please. Don't kill me, Kerrigan. The police will come and they'll find you dead in your locked penthouse apartment. They'll have to break down the doors. They'll find you weltering in your own blood alone. And they'll wonder... Wonder who murdered you. Don't forget about the fingerprints, Kerrigan. What do I care about fingerprints? By the time you are missed and the police are called and your apartment broken into, I'll be in South America, in some little forgotten town, a new man, and then the south of France and leisure, paid for by my dear friend Devereaux the novelist. <laughs> You'll never get away with it, Kerrigan. Think not. You can't get away with murder. You almost got away with it, didn't you, Devereaux? You thought I would die. You thought I'd never see the outside of those prison walls again. You thought... You know, something just occurred to me, Kerrigan. Yes? I might murder you. You? <laughs> Perhaps I will. And how will you murder me, my friend? I don't know, but I'm as big a man as you, and... And you forget that I have slaved in a prison for 15 years. Good, hard, manual labor, Devereaux. The judge said 15 years at hard labor, and well, it was. You would stand no chance at all with me. I wonder... I warn you. It would be worthwhile. I could live on happily with my money that you... Your money? That was my money. Every cent of it. Money that you stole from me. Fifteen thousand of it was, Kerrigan. And the check is for a hundred thousand. We'll just call that interest, shall we? It's a lot of money, Kerrigan. You and I, together... In that little place in South America, we could live well. But you are going to die. No. I say you shall. How? Remember the blood now. Oh, I'm not forgetting the blood, Devereaux. I'm not forgetting the blood. Hey, hey that's good enough. I, I, hold it, hold it. I'm not forgetting the blood. Not forgetting the blood, Devereaux. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, where's the soda water? Here. 
fine. Just a squirt in each glass. Now... Better stir them, hadn't you? Uh, yes. Uh, go ahead. I'll knock on the door. Right. Who was that? Who was what? I... I thought I saw somebody go out that other door. Ah, you're nuts. Hey, Sam! Old Fashion's coming up! Where... where is he? Sam? Turn on the lights, bud. Yeah. Hey, look! What? Sam got an awful lot done while we were in there mixing that drink. Look at the pile of pages. Huh. How the dickens could he have done that? We must have, though. Somehow. This is page 256, and he was on page 231 when we left. I remember. But, uh, look, we were only three or four minutes making a drink. Hey, Sam! Inspiration! Where could he have gone? Bud, for the love of... Oh, hey, look look here. He, he finished it. Finished what? The, the story, look, the last page, here. Uh, listen, I say you shall die, screamed Carrigan. Devereux writhed in horror as the other's face was thrust into his own. No, 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 he screamed. Devereux chuckled again. You shall die, he said. Devereux felt clutching fingers at his throat. He tried to scream again, but it was too late. Great fangs met in his throat, and the bright blood, oh, my lord. Boy, he sure got a payoff, didn't he? Whew. Ugh, terrible. Hey, Sam, this is a knockout. Sam? What? Huh? Look, behind that chair. What? what? A, a, a foot sticking out. It... Oh, oh, gosh. What can it... Sam. Blood. Bud. L look at his throat. All torn out. Lights Out, which is especially written for radio by Willis Cooper, comes to you each Wednesday from our Chicago studios. This episode of Lights Out, The Locked Room Mystery starred Joe French as Sam Chase and Maurice McNicholas as Harvey Kerrigan. Matthew J. Wilkes played Don Stewart and Michael Wolner played Bud Taylor. The New Old Time Radio Show is dedicated to hiring actors and technical staff during the COVID-19 pandemic. So as always, remember to tell two or three hundred of your closest personal friends, like us on Facebook, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you may get your podcasts. We'll see you in two weeks when the New Old Time Radio Show brings you Sherlock Holmes and the Problem of Thor Bridge. Thor Bridge.